Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. Your safety when traveling to and from Asheville is and always will be our top priority. Asheville Regional Airport. Visit flyavl.com for all your current travel information. Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus. Built with the zero landfill promise, all waste is recycled or reused. With more at PrestigeSubaru.com. Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. Enjoy springtime on this award-winning three-hour experience, putting you in the middle and on top of Asheville's scenic beauty and intriguing history. Enjoy handcrafted drinks and delicious food, all led by a local expert guide. Tours offered daily and year-round with transportation provided. Visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com And by RomanticAsheville.com Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting RomanticAsheville.com Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball. Welcome to Speaking of Travel right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website. That's speakingoftravel.net and on all your favorite podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app, Buzzsprout, Pandora, and Amazon. And be sure when you visit speakingoftravel.net to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news, helpful tips, and links to stories from people who are on a journey to create beautiful music and are passionate about singing and songwriting. My guest today is Jenna Torres, an amazing woman who has learned that wherever she is, that's where the music is. In other words, home is where the heart is. Jenna splits her time between Nashville and her hometown of New York, where she spent a good bit of time this last year. And with all of the changes, all the ups and downs, she's more aware than ever of the power within. And her music reflects that freedom. And Jenna, it is so great to have you here today. It is so great to be here with you, Marilyn. Jenna, where are you today? Are you in Nashville? I'm actually in New York. I just got back uh, a few days ago. I, I arrived for Mother's Day so that I could be with my family after my first trip to Nashville in over a year. So it was uh, it was quite a return. It was quite a departure and quite a return. You know, uh, I'm thrilled to say that I had an amazing trip and can't wait to go back again. So give us a little backstory, Jenna, on how you even came to be in this situation where you can kind of, I don't know, lead this life where you're going back and forth between these two amazing destinations. Well, 
it is an, and it's it's an amazing uh, life to be able to go back and forth between these two incredibly vibrant, rich, beautiful cities that feel completely different to me. They they feel like different. Uh, yeah, being a native New Yorker, I was so used to the rhythm, the population density, the kind of stress. I think of um, of New York and. I enjoy it. I mean, I love New York. It's kind of in my blood. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely at home here. But the revelation that there was more was absolutely life changing for me. And it came about because, as a single mom, I, I was really, I'd pretty much given up hope of having a career in music. And um, in the, in the process of trying to kind of work through my uh, emotions and, uh, you know, I work through emotions through music. That's how I kind of uh, order my universe and make sense of things and process and, and purge and, and uh, express my heart and soul. So um, I wrote a bunch of songs that ended up kind of making the rounds and very, uh, to my great good fortune, uh, the the songs were heard by people who, of influence and um, and it was decided that I should go down to Nashville and I mean at that point I really don't think I'd been really south of New Jersey I mean I don't feel like I had that much of a grip on what what else was out there for me and so it was decided for me which was interesting you know I just kind of I just went along with for the ride and literally the minute I touched down and I say this with all honesty, the minute I, 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 my foot hit the tarmac, I had a feeling. It was a feeling that I have chills saying it because it's such a visceral feeling um, that I, I was somehow kind of in this heavenly spot where, um, and I didn't know at the time why, but I, I felt it. And, you know, so much of my world is about feelings. So when I trust that a feeling, I, I kind of, I get a lot of information from feelings. And as time has gone by, I've really learned that feelings are a language unto themselves. And um, if you listen to your feelings, you, there's a lot you can learn. So right away, I felt, I can't say I felt at home but I felt a certain peace and I felt like there was some kind of magic there for me to explore and to experience. And that is exactly what happened so much so that in the process of, you know, being, initially I was there with a, with a big company, Warner music, and it felt kind of like I had a mom and dad, you know, parents to kind of tell me what to do, make my schedule. You know, I was under an umbrella and eventually that umbrella folded and I was kind of out, on my own and had to decide over a period of time whether Nashville was still a place where I could function and you know be productive without the, the comfort and safety of, 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 a, of a kind of corporate family. When, and in fact, it's become, it's become a second home in, in, its, you know, uh, in its newer incarnation, you know, where I'm on my own, I make my own world, I make my own friends, I make my own life, I make my own music. It's been amazing. And I don't know if I answered your question. Um, I did. I, <laughs> yeah. And so, and, and so I think uh, if you ask me now, um, I will tell you that 
I've come to the conclusion that I can't really choose between New York and Nashville. And I think that was the big, uh, um, kind of the thing that tore me apart for quite some time. Like, how do I choose? I can't leave my family uh, there in New York and I can't not go, go where my, you know, the, my heart for music is. So I have managed to kind of work it out. And I think that's oftentimes what you have to do in life when you see an opportunity or, um, you know, when you feel love, you, you, you go in the direction of the love and then you, you, you build it, you make it, you figure it out. And it's, it, there's been a lot of hit or miss, but at the moment, and of course the pandemic was a huge hit, but um, it was for everybody. So we had, we all had a lot to do to figure stuff out. So <laughs> yeah. Shall I continue on or just keep yapping or. <laughs> oh, I, I am just so moved by your story because you know, you, you have your home in New York, your family, and yet you've created just this kind of kindred nature of community in Nashville where you have, you have found another tribe. You have found this tribe of people and, and musicians to, to fill your heart. That's just such a beautiful story. You're so lucky, Jenna, to I, have that. I feel very blessed. It's true. I feel extremely blessed. And I have to say that as much as I love New York, I don't feel the same kindred energy. You know, it could be because so many people in Nashville are, are creative. You know, it is a creative community. We, there's an unspoken kind of understanding. We just get each other. We have this, because I think the creative journey, there are a lot of highs and lows. It tends to attract very emotional people, sensitive people. And, you know, when you're sensitive all alone, it's one thing. But when you're sensitive in a group, you know, you kind of like, it's okay. You feel like, well, things may not be going so great this week, but that's okay because I know exactly how you feel. So um, being understood and, you know, is um, cannot be underestimated. That is just an amazing feeling to to have people in my life who kind of get it they they get that you know this is this is a, a path that involves a lot of kind of we make things out of heartache we make things out of experience we we make things out of our journey and some of us are willing to kind of have a um a harder journey in order to feel our own depth and creativity and to kind of mine for a deeper kind of gold. And, um, and I, so I just, the fact that I have the embrace of this community that I love, love these people and, uh, and I feel accepted is just a kind of, is very moving to me. You know, it's a big deal. It's a big deal indeed. And tell us, Jenna, how can we get more information and listen to your music? We're going to be uh, listening to some of your music as we go to break so yes. beautiful. Uh, but what's your website so that people can be listening to? Certainly. Well, uh, it's pretty easy. Um, it's jennatorres.com. And you can also just type in Jenna Torres and a whole bunch of stuff will come up. You know, my music is available on all the streaming platforms. Uh, my latest record is called All Heart. And I would love for you to check it out. I think there's and I have lots of videos. So if you go to janatorres.com there's links to pretty much everything and um 
yeah, it's, I'm pretty easy to find. I'm, I'm waving my, my flag up pretty high. Like, <laughs> Well, Jenna, we're going to love listening as we go to break. And when we come back, I want to talk more with you about about heart. It, it's surrounding you. And and I'm feeling it just uh, uh, he, sitting here in Asheville, North Carolina. It's like you're all encompassing. So thank you for being on Speaking of Travel. We'll be right back. If this is just a game to you, I'm not playing. You say that you want me to Is that something you're just saying? I want so much to believe it Cause believing sets me free Do you have what it takes To give that back to me? Cause I'm all heart When I'm in your hands I'm all woman you're all man Just promise me you'll finish what you start Cause I'm all heart Spring is blooming and it's the perfect time to get out and explore North Carolina's Blue Ridge Mountains. Create your perfect vacation or staycation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Not just for couples, RomanticAsheville.com Travel Guide covers a nearly 100-mile radius in and around Asheville, North Carolina. With idyllic weather, beautiful scenery, and a variety of safe and memorable adventures, Western North Carolina is the place to be. Visit RomanticAsheville.com today. Been kicking around this graveyard, dirt between my toes, counting all the bodies. Counting all the woes Dreaming of a freedom That I may never know But if these feet could carry me I wonder where we'd go If I had better boots The road might rise If I had deeper roots Then I might fly If I had better boots And deeper roots And a little sunlight in my eyes Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I am so excited to have here today Jenna Torres. She's just such a, a beautiful soul, and you can listen to that music and just be taken away to, to lands far away. And Jenna, thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel today. Thank you so much for having me, Marilyn. Well, Jenna, when I first heard your music, I felt, I just felt a stirring in my soul because your voice is angelic and your, your words are just so beautiful and so deep. Give us a little idea of, of how you go to that place, especially because you're in two different locales. And I'm curious does your does your mind and your heart shift as you're as you're creating these beautiful lyrics and songs depending on where you are? Well, I that's a great question. 
I feel like there, there's more than one kind of space. There's interior space and there's exterior space. And the climate, my, my interior climate has probably more to do with my songs, the content of my songs, like the, the home that's inside of me and that I go exploring emotionally. But I will say that where I am physically definitely does have an effect on um, how fluid the writing process can be and how energized I can be in the process. In New York, I am in the home that I've been in for 30 years. There is there there are 30 years of sort of distractions and um, memories, and it's there are a lot of old feelings on top of fe- feelings on top of feelings on top of feelings, and so one of the magic things about going to Nashville and setting foot in a place that where song is there's a reverence for song. There's it's in the air. It's in the air you breathe. You get it. You arrive at the airport and there's music piped into the into the airport so there's music everywhere you turn and there is something about a new space a different space that isn't cluttered or you know filled with the past that allows definitely allows for a more um free and clear channel to my own voice and um a lot of times i feel like my time in new york i'm gathering and my time in Nashville, I'm, what is it like reaping and sowing? Yeah. Reaping and sowing. I mean, I, uh, there's something about that, that I kind of, especially when I was in a rhythm of going back and forth very frequently, I would feel like, okay, the pressure is not on in New York for me to write or create. I just have to live because, you know, to me, living is writing. If you, the more you live, the more you have to say. So, you know, I focus there are times when I just have to focus on living and less on making. And, um, you know, but when my, when my high heels hit the ground in Nashville, I'm all about making, I just want to make stuff. I just want to make it, make it, make it process it, have it come out. And so um, I'm not sure if that entirely answers your question, but it is dependent. And of course I've written many, many songs in New York city and uh, it just, it, it does depend, but it does also have bearing on my uh, kind of connection to how deep I can go because when all everything is kind of stripped away and I'm in an open space that doesn't remind me of all the things I have to take care of. It's amazing. It's very clean. And, you know, it just kind of comes, it comes through in a beautiful way. Well, give us an idea, Jenna, because, you know, we're all kind of coming out of hiding right now and, we were reemerging and and yet you've just launched a new album how did the timing how did all that work out for you especially with a a name called heart yes well you know honestly i wrote the album and recorded the album right before the pandemic happened so i had i had it was it was a complete project it was it was recorded, mixed, mastered. It was done. And, you know, my intention had been to release it. But uh, when the pandemic happened, I I mean, I think we all just went into some kind of shock. And it took me quite a few months before I realized that I already had something to give. You know, I, I think I, I, I almost forgot that 
that I I was sitting on something that had already been created. And then the process, you know, in this business, you wear more than one hat. You know, there's the you're going into the studio, writing, making something, and then there's putting it out there. And, you know, the thought that I would release something in the middle of nothing, you know, where there was very little to hold on to and very, it, it was so uncertain. But the truth is that it gave me life. It, it gave me something. It gave me a sense of purpose again, you know, after kind of coming out of a very foggy and rather depressed place initially um, and fearful because I think, uh, we were all, I mean, certainly in New York City, we were overcome with fear. And uh, it just, you could, you could feel it, you know, in your, and see it in your neighbor's faces, you know, it was very frightening. And I don't think there was any room for expression. But when, when I started, there was a moment, I remember the moment where I thought, you know, I'm not afraid anymore. I am going to do something. And it was, uh, it was fantastic. And so, um, yeah, I made a decision to go ahead and release the album. And, you know, for those of you who decide to explore and take a look at what I've done, um, half of the videos for this album were shot prior to the pandemic in my, in Nashville. And then the other half were done here in, in New York during the shutdown. One of them was done absolutely during the shutdown, we were in like no man's land. I found one brave soul to go out and shoot a video with me. And that was the first video off the album, a song called Wild Thing. And if you look at it, you see the, the kind of barren landscape of, you know, an emptiness. And it was, it was an amazing experience to just kind of say, well, you know what, I'm just going to do this. And uh, no expectations, just the joy of sharing what I had to give. And, um, you know, we call it a release in this business when you release the music. And for me, I really felt like I was releasing everything, body, mind, soul, spirit, and, and, um, and my heart. Uh, and that, and it needed to be released at that point. So um, it's turned out pretty well. I'm really glad that I made that decision. Well, we're glad that you made that decision too, Jenna, because as you're releasing, we're accepting and we're bringing it into our world. So it all it all fits together. So what are your plans for moving forward now that you can kind of get back out there a little bit? I'm I'm excited to say that, you know, I went back to Nashville a few weeks ago with very no expectations because I just kind of wanted to see, well, where am I at and where is everybody at? And it took not even a moment before I was back in the saddle, so to speak. I already have an album that's largely finished, another one. And I'm a, I went into the studio, recorded a couple more songs. I think we're going to go in a few more times and finish that record up. And I cannot wait to share that. And uh, so that's kind of, I'm going to be working on that for the next few months. And then the other thing I'm really hoping to do is to perform the songs from All Heart live so that people have a chance to have that part of the experience because it's something I didn't get to do. And so I expect to be much, pretty busy. <laughs> and that's the good news, you know, because I like to be busy and uh, I can't wait to share more music, more heart, more soul, more joy and you know, just kind of be with people again. It's, it's very exciting. And I hope we all have a chance to 
feel one another again and hug one another again and be together in the world again. Well, we're all ready. And tell us, Jenna, how can we get more information, tune in, get get to know you even well, deeper? Um, in addition to you know my website, I have a Facebook, which I'm pretty active on, uh, Instagram. So if you go to Jenna Torres on Facebook, you'll find me. And then on Instagram, it's Jenna Torres Music. And you know, I try to update and keep people apprised of what I'm up to. And I hope I hope you'll come and hang out with me and follow along because um, it's it it means the world to be connected. And that's pretty much, I think, why most of people who do what I do is what we do, because we want to feel connected to the rest of humanity in whatever form we can. Well, thank you, Jenna. We're so we're so glad to be connected with you and I look forward to having you on speaking of travel again so that we can catch up with you and and hear all your new your new music and and follow your life it's such a joy to meet you to talk with you and I really really appreciate your having me today well thanks Jenna you know I think sharing your heart and your music is it's just such a rewarding place for all of us and I think we can all agree that we're at a place right now that we need to be present with our dreams and we need to think about moving moving forward especially around travel and if there are places that you're dreaming of going why not get started and start making some plans because there are so many resources out there for you One of my favorite go-to resources to find out everything you need to know about creating an unforgettable journey right here in North Carolina mountains is RomanticAsheville.com. You can find out how they pull it all together with my guest coming up, Justin Bellamy. He's the founder of the JV Media Group and publisher of RomanticAsheville.com. So stay tuned. Well, it's cold here under the covers. What happened to the lovers we used to be? I'm sure you feel as lonely as I do But something is keeping you away from me This is no good for both of us No warmth, no touch, no trust I'm going Spring is in the air here in Asheville, North Carolina, and we're so excited because now is the time to join Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours on their exciting three-hour rooftop experience. You will enjoy city history, handcrafted drinks and food, breathtaking views, reserved seating, and a local guide leading the way, and they take care of the driving too. Enjoy the VIP treatment on this TripAdvisor award-winning tour. Tours seven days a week. For more information, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Buongiorno. This is Mark Smith, president of Private Italy Tours. We look forward to welcoming you to Bella Italia later this year. Our September Sicily tour is based at a spectacular villa on the Ionian coast, and our October tour to the province of Puglia is based at a fabulous winery for the first four days of the tour, and then we move to an incredible restored 13th century castello near Trecase. 
We are confident that our approach to outdoor tourism, that is, visiting the majority of locations outdoors, those that do not require us to be in close proximity to other visitors, is the safest and easiest way to enjoy visits to Italia on our tours this year. The Italians are ready to welcome us back with our deposit special. Details are available on our website. Your investment in the tour to confirm space is fully refundable. Join us a presto in Italia, private-italy.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. I've heard from many travelers recently about how much more interested they are now in experiencing outdoor activities and being close to nature. And careful trip planning is way more important now, and I'm glad to hear that people are especially supportive of local travel. It seems we all have a desire to find a sense of escapism during this time, especially outside in nature. From a traveler's perspective, this is the time to plan each part of your journey. Making a thorough plan for each day and knowing where you're going and what the requirements are is really important. And the earlier you make your reservations, the better, because as more and more people become comfortable with the idea of traveling again, space will be limited. My guest today is Justin Bellamy. He's the founder of the JB Media Group, co-founder of the JB Media Institute and the DIY Tourism Marketing Workshop, and the publisher of RomanticAsheville.com, which is a trusted resource for information in Western North Carolina. Justin leads the editorial and partnerships team, and he provides the overall strategy for the website that receives five and a half million annual visits. Justin loves the North Carolina mountains and is a leader in the travel industry. And with his support of the local arts and environmental organizations through the site's nonprofit support programs, this region continues to grow and move together towards a more sustainable future. And Justin, thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel. Thank you for having me, Marilyn. I really appreciate that and I really appreciate your, your wonderful introduction. I really, it was great. Thank you. Well, it's so important that we recognize that moving together towards a more sustainable future is what's in our cards right now. And it seems that the travel industry is working to make that happen. And you're kind of at the leading edge of that, Justin, with Romantic Asheville. And I wanted to find out a little bit more about about how your involvement helps to create and support the goal and the core mission of this resource. Well, you know, I think it would be um, a mistake not to to really give credit to the founder of the site for the legacy that he built with its the website's mission and its its philanthropic and community supporting activities. So the, I've only um, been the publisher of the site for a little bit over two years. Uh, April was our yeah, two year anniversary of of uh, I led the acquisition of the site with the support of an investor from the founder who had the site for about 16 years before that. So, you know, we've only, we haven't even hardly owned the site for 10% of its existence. 
And to be, to be honest with, with COVID-19 last year, we, we had to adjust and pivot and, and change a lot of our activities and philanthropic engagements to be more focused on uh, actually supporting small businesses instead of nonprofits who, because we felt that the small businesses last year needed the most support within the context of our site. Prior to that, the site had, you know, a couple of different programs. Um, we, we offer a lot of nonprofit attractions, especially those that are free to the public, free listings on the website. Most of the listings on the site, most of the businesses and organizations listed are paid, but we've uh, always had a, there's always been a, a, a policy to offer free listings to specific types of, of organizations. And then historically, um, the founder, Mark File, had run a few different fundraising efforts. And one was to, to publish an annual calendar and to donate those calendars to different nonprofits that supported conservation, outdoor recreation, and different related experiences in the area. And so to allow those organizations to receive calendars for free and then, and then sell them or use them in other ways to support their own fundraising. And that's something we, we continued for um, the first year we had the site. But then last year, we, we actually moved that, those resources to other things um, because we felt like we needed to make a, make a shift. And now we have an opportunity to really revisit what we do um, and decide whether or not to go back to that or, or try something different. And he and, and Mark in the past also did some matching fundraising for different specific needs. Uh, one was in response to the, the wildfires we had in the Smokies a couple of years ago. And, and there was a lot of a big need for uh, supporting a variety of, of different causes around um, recovery from that. And he, he put, to put together a couple of different cam social media campaigns, fundraisers and matching fundraisers. And then prior to that, I think he did some matching fundraising for specific projects he felt were really important to preserve uh, important outdoor experiences like trail restoration, tra trail building, where he raised awareness for specific projects and then put up a offer to match fundraising up to a certain amount. So I think it was like maybe four or $5,000 and put up a crowdfunding campaign and then match donations up to a certain amount. And that was successful to raise money and, and leverage actually raising money from the community and the audience that follows the website. And you mentioned, you know, we five and a half million visitors. We actually had a record year last year of, of over 6.2 or almost 6.2 million because, uh, and that was, you know, we weren't sure going into COVID-19 uh, the year if we would have a record year, but we ended up having a really strong summer and fall after what was a you know, really very, very slow second quarter, of course, because of the pandemic. Well, certainly visionaries here putting all of this together because where we are today and where that vision that Mark had you know, all those years ago of, of being able to leverage and, and support the community is just so important today. And uh, like I said earlier, you're really on the leading edge of of being able to do that. So it's just not your ordinary site. It's not a site where you just go to get resources, but it, it, it really is indeed a collaborative effort of so many. And when you talk about the amount of people who are coming to the site, wow, that's congratulations. How 
amazing, but they're going there for a reason because there's so much to see and do once you get to the site. Tell us a little bit about how many partners you have now and how people can get more information. Sure. Well, we have, I believe, somewhere between 300 and 400 partners. Um, and that, you know, is a mixture. It ranges from on the large side, the Biltmore, some of the larger county tourism destination marketing organizations for our region. We, we cover approximately a hundred mile radius around Asheville, which puts us into the Piedmont. It puts us down to the South Carolina border, um, over, almost to the Tennessee border in certain parts of the West from here, but not all the way to the you know farthest corners of the state. And then to the North, not quite to Boone, but up, up into the, the area near Boone. And, you know, it's an arbitrary line. We, we kind of des- decide it based on a number of factors. And we talk, we debate periodically about if we want to expand it or not in, in all in several different directions. But that, um, within that radius, um, we work with the destinations themselves and then small to mid-sized businesses and the nonprofits that, that have attractions and, and um, outdoor experiences that they, that they curate as well as some of the conservation organizations. So that sort of expands the entire spectrum. We're actually expanding that now to uh, offer some things for smaller businesses that we w- that maybe wouldn't buy into our current listing offerings, but still would want to have coverage, such as restaurants and lodging in these outlying communities outside of Asheville. So we're working on a way to bring more of them onto the site this uh, this year. Actually, we're working on some things this quarter that will be able to allow us to bring more on, more in, and then that synergizes with my other businesses where we can provide training and workshops and other things as well for the similar those same businesses. So it all kind of works together. But in, as far as why people come to the site, as you said, you know, honestly, we we have 6.2 million visitors, but only about two percent of them enter the site through the homepage. And the reason is because we have about 900 pages and some of them are considered by the search engines to be the best resource for that topic. So and a good example of that would be Sliding Rock. Sliding Rock is an indistinct attraction in, in the region. It's about 45 minutes southwest of Asheville and it doesn't have its own strong website. So our page about it is considered by Google, you know, if not the top, one of the very top pages about it. And a lot of people look for it, especially in the spring and summer. So they find our site. They enter the site through that page. And that's just one page we have, you know, that's one of the top 10, but there's a lot of other pages where people enter the website when they're looking, researching. They're doing research on search engines or Google. We also have a lot of interesting and engaging content that people like to share on social media, or they like to share when they see us share it on social media with their friends and family as they're planning their vacations or trips or just getting inspiration. So that all leads to, you know, lots more traffic as well. And people can just go to romanticashville.com and get that information. That's right. Yeah. Well, Justin, thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel and keeping us connected. I think that moving forward, there's just, like you said, being able to Google a specific thing, being able to go right to the site. And then I just want to give a big shout out because I know that you have a team that is working really diligently to to keep everything up to date and current. And I want to just say thank you to, to you and your team for all that you do here in Western North Carolina. Absolutely. You know, honestly, I don't do that much. Um, I, my, I do have some, I mean, I have some of the larger partnerships, but most of the work of the smaller mid-sized partnerships and supporting me and the large ones as well as all the updates are on from our team of three work on the site. 
That's awesome. Well, thank you, Justin, and we will keep in touch with you uh, again next month. Great. Thank you, Marilyn. Well, there is no denying that travel is going to be a little bit different in the near future and that there's going to be a time again where families enjoy a regular getaway to create those wonderful memories, all with a common goal to return to traveling just as vibrant, inspiring, and ready to explore once we all get going again. Coming up next to fill us in on how we can ease into the planning of that next adventure is Tina Kinsey. She's the Director of Marketing, PR, and Air Service Development at the Asheville Airport. So stay tuned. Spring has finally sprung, and with our backyard in full bloom, now is the time to get out and find adventure wherever it may lead. From the mountains to the rivers and all the turf in between, we are no less than blessed with our beautiful backyard right here in western North Carolina. There's a will, there's a way, and for the way we have the wheels to take you wherever you wish to wander. Adventure is waiting, and the choice is yours. Find your adventure vehicle at PrestigeSubaru.com. Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road in Asheville. And welcome to Subieville. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. Okay, so it is seriously time to begin planning your next vacation. We've talked about it for a while now, and every day I hear from someone who is excitedly telling me where they've been and where they're going. Case in point, I have some friends who were really burned out. They were needing to get out of town. They were craving some rest and relaxation and some stimulation of new surroundings. So they did some research and decided to fly nonstop to Denver, rent a car, and drive out to Palm Springs and Joshua Tree National Park, and then on to the Grand Canyon. Well, they had a grand reboot, and now I want to go out there. I've never been to any of these places, but now I want to go, and they said it was easy to plan and very flexible. So here to give us some timely tips on how to ease into the planning of your next adventure is Tina Kinsey, Director of Marketing, PR, and Air Service Development at the Asheville Regional Airport. And Tina, thank you so much for taking some time and filling us in on some vacation planning. Sure, absolutely. This is the fun stuff. I know. I love it. So let's talk a little bit about, well, let's start with the flexibility because people are starting to envision where they want to go. We've talked a lot about making a list and doing some due diligence. Now they're ready to go. Give us a little idea on what kind of flexibility you're seeing over there at the airport. Sure. So really from air travel perspective, one thing that has come out of this pandemic is that the airlines have implemented some pretty flexible booking policies. So prior to the pandemic, you know, if you wanted to change your flight, there was usually a pretty big cost to that. You know, it wasn't just an automatic free opportunity to change the date or change the details of your flight. But the airlines, pretty much all of them have some level of flexibility now. For that. So you just need to check with your airline, you know, research that a little bit um, and know what you're buying when you buy your ticket. But that does allow for some flexibility. 
So at the airport, there is a lot of new information coming out too, as far as where you can go, these nonstop flights that you have coming in and out of the airport. But most importantly, I want to talk just a little bit about the the protocols, because now you're getting a little bit more solid as well into what people can expect when they go over to the airport to get ready to go on a trip. So is there, sure. as they're planning ahead to get to get moving, give us a little bit of an idea on what what to bring and and how to be most on it when they step into the sure. airport. Sure, absolutely. Masks are a must. Uh, that's just that's a federal requirement. And in fact, that federal requirement is in place right now through the middle of September. So it's with us for a while. It could continue on from there. Who knows? So anyone age two and older must wear a mask when in an airport or on an airplane. So bring extra masks. You know, you can also bring hand sanitizer. It can be in a little bit larger container than what is normally allowed through the TSA security screening checkpoint. It's a good idea to bring your own snacks and, you know, a water bottle that you can fill up. Some of the airlines are reinstating availability of some, you know, concessions type products, some foods, food and beverages, but some don't offer that still, you know, so those are the kinds of things to think about and prepare for. Um, And then all the other travel tips that we always give, you know, like download your favorite shows on your device and have that ready to go. Bring an extra charger for your device, eye patches if you or an eye mask if you need, you know, dark uh, to try to relax, um, headphones to block some of the noise if you want to relax, you know, those kinds of things. Well, it sounds like really, it's not a lot different than it was. There are just some protocols in place that we have to think about and things are changing. But overall, when when you're there at the airport, Tina, and you see people who are uh, standing, waiting to get checked in and uh, have their luggage and their masks, it I know we can't really see people smiling, but do you feel like there's just a happy place now when people get to the airport? Oh, yeah. I think there's been pent up demand for a long time. Um, We just broke another passenger record um, since the pandemic started. You know, just a few days ago, we we had more than 6000 people through the airport. And that's huge. Those are those are numbers like we were seeing prior to the pandemic in our busiest season. You know, so people are definitely wanting to go. They're wanting to see each other. They're wanting to have adventures. Um, You talked about the Grand Canyon and Joshua Tree and all that, you know, all these outdoor places um, are seeing record visitation. And, you know, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Well, I know that people are wanting to go and hearing where other people have gone and that there have been others who have gone before us, those pioneers who have actually said, it's time. I feel safe. I know what the protocols are. I'm excited. I need some rest, relaxation, stimulation, and all of that. And let's just let's just give a shout out to some of these new nonstop flights that you have coming up because we're in the middle of May already, and I know you've got some coming up for the summer. Give us an idea of some of the places we can go nonstop from Asheville. Absolutely. So we're I'm in the midst of planning an inaugural flight celebration. 
It's going to take place on May 27th, and that is nonstop to Destin, Florida. So the white, sandy Gulf of Mexico panhandle handle part of Florida. So we're excited about that. Boston um, on several airlines this summer. We have daily service to LaGuardia in New York City that's starting on Delta. That's exciting. Continue to have additional flights into D.C. and Chicago. Um, Philadelphia has expanded. Dallas has expanded. And of course, the fun Las Vegas nonstop on Allegiant. So we've got 23 nonstop routes from this airport. That's the most we've ever had in Asheville in the history of this airport. So it's exciting. Well, congratulations. And tell us how we can get more information and get signed up so we can continue to get some ongoing information as we make our plans to to start to journey again. Sure. So our website is easy. It's flyavl.com. And you can connect with us in a number of ways, just right there on the website. And we encourage you to do so. Well, I just wanted I just want to tell you real quick, I, I'm following some women right now who took that nonstop flight to Las Vegas, rented a car, they've traveled all through the national parks, they made their way back into Las Vegas to do a little glitzy partying, and now they're ready to get on a raft and they're going down the Colorado River. That's fabulous. I love that. And all from Asheville. You know, it's like uh. When you get home, you're home. So, Tina, thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel, filling us in on these tips and keeping us up to date on what's going on. It makes us feel it makes us feel more secure to know there's somebody there on the ground who's looking out for us. So great. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you to Tina and Jenna and Justin for being on Speaking of Travel today. You know, given all the unprecedented events that have unfolded this year, you can imagine that there is a lot of new research going on to provide us with really current information and what the industry is seeing as new trends. Recently, Virtuoso, which is a network of travel advisors, released the results of a survey that shows people are wanting to travel more responsibly in the future, and they want to be more mindful of supporting local communities and economies. Well, we've talked a lot about that on Speaking of Travel, how important it is to preserve cultural heritage and protect the planet. And we'll continue to educate and inspire with stories on how people are willing to make changes to ensure we protect our planet and we travel sustainably. We're in a great travel reset right now. More and more people are moving from a mindset where they knew something had to be done to the idea, I can do something and I will. So as we move forward and begin to enjoy visiting other places, consider traveling in a way that minimizes impact and gives back. Responsible travel benefits communities and helps preserve our fragile environment. Overall, it will make your journey that much more enjoyable. If we forget to consider our impact on the world, we'll fail to protect that for the future. Teach your children to appreciate the local culture wherever you visit and respect the local resources. We risk losing so much about what we love about traveling. We have the power to shape our world. We have the power to make responsible and mindful travel decisions. 
So set your goals and your intentions for your trip and keep dreaming and doing what we can to make it better. Because remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy.